Hey everybody, this is Curtis from the podcast letting you know that we're sponsored by Twitch. Twitch is a community where people can watch a cat play a piano or you can watch somebody play a video game. That's a regular thing too. There's a lot of amazing content on Twitch and you can find content creators that fit what you like to watch. And if you don't quite find what you're looking for, start streaming it yourself. We hope that you're going to love the world of Twitch because it's such an inviting world with tons to offer and there's really no limit to what the imagination brings. Check out Twitch today. Like, it's just so, it's a broken game. Mm. 
That's cool. combat cool. Like, can I can I throw combat cool. guns and? Yeah, you can make your own shinobi. Uh, you can choose your own powers, I guess. But yeah, you like Naruto? Eh. I don't. I might check it out just just because uh, I do like Naruto. So. I know literally nothing about Naruto, so. There's ninjas. There's headbands. Uh, yeah, you know. There's a run. Yeah, yeah. There, there's the yes, the signature run. Put your hands behind your uh, back and just run like leaning forward. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that how they started uh, Area 51? That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that guy's a champ. The Stormy Area 51 was inspired by Naruto. I'm learning so much on this podcast. This is this should be classified as educational. Um, wow. Are we going to talk about Number Bunch later later today or what? Number Bunch. You don't remember Number Bunch? Oh, it's an old PC game, man. I was all into Marky Trail, and then I would look around at all the kids in my class, and the ones I hated, I would name them, and then they'd get dysentery. Out <laughs> you got dysentery. Ha <laughs> uh, And then also, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl is free. Because... I'm glad I resisted the urge to pay for that game. Didn't that come out, like, just a couple months ago or something? I think, like, around the holidays, uh, and I've been wanting to play it, be- but, like, I heard because they don't have, like, voice acting for, like, the fighting, like, it's kind of, like, hollow feeling, and I was, like, waiting, because uh, they're supposed to be patching that at some point to, like, to buy it until they did that, uh, but now I'll play for free, I guess. I do see that there's the Avatar of the Last Airbender character. Yep, yep. And I thought at first that it was really All the Ninja bad. Turtles. I know nothing about any of the things. I was like, oh, is this under real double feature? No, it's not. I just don't know any of these things. But anyways, it's free. You can pick it up. And I guess it's kind of like a Smash Brothers S game, but it's not really Smash Brothers because let's be real. Nothing is Smash Brothers. <laughs> Smash Brothers Light. Oh, he plays Garfield. Amazing. Yeah, I bet he has a move where he does something with lasagna. I'm willing to bet. <laughs> that happens. Put his enemies into a lasagna and you'll just eat them alive. That's fucking brutal, and I hope that's uh, it now. I hope I heard that Garfield is going to yeah. that game. Oh, sorry. He's, he's the S tier fighter. And that's what I heard. Like he's like actually fucking amazing. Amazing. Well, you can get the game for free. As always, tells me that's really the most you should pay for it. But yeah. Okay. Uh, and then epic. Uh, they've been giving away these Mystery Vault games. Um, they gave away, the first week was Borderlands 3. Yeah. yeah, pretty solid. The second week was the Bioshock collection, so it was A little less solid, but it is good games, yeah. Yeah, three games, I think it's still okay. I was like, I don't know who doesn't own this already, but... It, yeah, that's my big yeah, thing, but, yeah. but it is, it is good games, at least. Uh, <laughs> and then... Yeah. And it, it's, I actually looked at Steam because I thought I had them. I have one at Infinite, I didn't have two, and not like I really have a burning desire to replay two, but I have it, so. Uh, but this week is Wolfenstein The New Order. Great game. Also seven years old, uh, but great game. <laughs> I was kind of hoping they would put the sequel, which is better than yeah. my opinion. Plus, I feel like the sequel would work on its own. You don't really need the original. Yeah, the sequel has some cool bits, uh, like, branching paths that I liked, um, 
Yeah, I would play. I, I think Wolfenstein uh, is a good game. I just wish it wasn't so damn old. It's been like you know five dollars on sale a couple yeah. of times. So. Like you probably have a kid that's in elementary school if you had a game <laughs> this game came out. I love those <laughs> analogies that you get. <laughs> I never played the sequel. I played the original one, which was really good. But I haven't played the sequel. The sequel is balls to the wall. Yeah. Played that shit on uh, artist difficulty, and it was a uh, fucking disaster. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. There's a lot of news this week. For some reason, everyone showed up to deliver news. So. Um. Sony had their state of play. They kind of like announced a bunch of stuff. I guess this is kind of in lieu of E3. I think that's pretty much dead. Um, yeah, I think uh, E3 got canceled for for whatever that's worth. But they're they're doing uh, you know little mini stuff for the rest of the month, I guess. Yeah. Long live E3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, we got uh, the Resident Evil 4 remake finally announced. Oh man, does it look good? Yes. I'm a little co- a little concerned because. The Resident Evil 3 remake, they kind of chopped some stuff out of it. Yeah. They some stuff in, but it kind of, it was a really short game, and I'm a little worried they're going to do the same thing with this. But, what, what can you cut out of Resident Evil 4 that would not ruin the game? I can't think of any parts of that game that aren't worth worth playing through. That's what I mean. I, I can't think of anything, but I don't know. It'd be disappointing. Play. It'd be disappointing if they do. But yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, the, the, the stuff they showed looked good. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to shoot things in the knee and then kick their heads off, uh, because that's what I do. It also looks like maybe there's, like, a sequence where he plays Ashley. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying, they didn't have anything like that, right? They had this sequence where you just had to lead her around, and, uh, and that's, that's... Just take it out. Just yeah. take that shit out. I hated that shit. You don't love the escort, uh, part of that game? I don't. Oh, okay. Who doesn't love that? It's mm. obviously the best thing in the game. Uh, I wonder if they're gonna like adjust that, maybe make it a little less annoying. Yeah, I mean it's it's not bad. Uh, I mean it's not great, but it's not like terrible. And like some games, like those escort missions, are like impossible. I don't remember ever having too much of a hard time with the one in Resident Evil Four. Uh, but yeah, it, it still sucks to have to lead around an AI-controlled character with no ability to direct them where you want them to go. So maybe at least they'll do that. Maybe they'll put in the, the ability to like be like, hey, stand over here, you stupid NPC. Um, yep. That'd be good. I'd be okay with that that addition. The funny thing is, is like, so they showed off Ashley, and I guess they found some Instagram model to play her. So I'm like, oh, that's weird. Probably just going to Instagram now to find people to play characters in this game. But Gotta find those hashtag influencers uh, to... <laughs> yeah. uh, Boost your sales, I guess. Where are they going to start getting people off TikTok to play Leon? That's what I need to know. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, it looks really good. I mean, yeah. uh, the graphics look solid. It looks like it's running on the same engine as the 2 and 3 remakes, which are solid. 3, I had issues with like the story and how short everything was, but I mean, right. gameplay and uh, visuals-wise, it was really solid. So, yeah. Yeah excited for that and don't have to wait too long it's coming march 24 2023 so less than a year uh, so that's exciting yeah let's let's go resident evil 4 uh it makes me want to play through it again i might end up picking up the vr quest thing that they did to to make that so i can play it again in a different way uh, and then i'll play it again in the remake uh 
did I see correctly there was some kind of VR support for it too, or am I just going crazy? Uh, I don't know about the the remake, uh, but I mean they did just do the VR for for the original one, so I mean it's possible. I know they did some they talked about some VR support for um, uh, Village. Um, yes. I think that might be what it was. Well, that's say here PlayStation yeah. VR two content also in development. Whatever that. There you go. Be. Hey. I can't imagine cool. it would be like the main game, but I don't know, maybe. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to bring the mercenaries mode in, because um, that shit was fun as hell, too. Yes. Uh, speaking of fun, Marvel Spider-Man and Miles Morales are coming to PC. Uh, the original. Yes. I, I've been asking for this for a while. I'm like, you know what, bring Spider-Man to PC. A, because the modding community is going to like have fun with that game. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also feel like there's great games. Uh, well, I've never played Miles Morales, so actually, I was going to get it on PS4, uh, but I think I'll just get it on PC now, now that it's coming to PC. But, yeah, uh, the original is coming August 12th, uh, so, like, just a couple months away. And then nice. Miles Morales is coming sometime this fall, so, yeah, very excited for that. Uh, also, it's just nice to see that, yeah, PlayStation start to embrace PC gaming a little bit more, so... It's almost as if Sony realized that there's a whole like group of people that can't play their games because they don't have their consoles and they could just make money off selling those games. It's exactly. almost genius. It's yeah, somebody a light bulb went on and somebody's yeah. over there. People can buy games on on their PCs. Yeah. We don't and even have to sell them consoles. They already have yeah. their own console, quote unquote. I wonder if it stems from the fact that like they were like, Oh shit, it's harder to fucking build these things now, uh, because of all the supply chain stuff going on, so let's just start putting everything on PC. Yeah. It was around the time that the supply chain and COVID started that they started putting these out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay, I got a Steam Deck. I would love to play Miles Morales on my Steam Deck. I think that would be really cool. Oh yeah. So anyways. That is maybe not the biggest thing for some people, especially if you've played these games already, but, hey, still, it's, it strides for Sony, which is good. Uh, Final Fantasy 16, get ready to race your Joker Bros, because it's coming summer 2023. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> now I feel like I've, yeah, I've just been so behind, you know, I don't think I've finished a single Final Fantasy game, and now there's so many of them out there, I don't even know where to start. I don't think I want to play through it's uh there's a couple that are worth playing and then there's a lot that are not really worth play the seven remake that's the best the seven seven remake yeah that one's really good uh if you if you like old school jrpgs any of the older ones are actually pretty good uh and not a million hours long um yeah the newer ones have not been they've been hitting this i like 15 though Uh, i thought it was pretty pretty okay Yeah. yeah 15 was good I'm curious to see what they do with the combat. Like, it looked kind of bonkers, like, again. Like, it's been bonkers the last couple ones where it's just like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, but if it's, like, a lot more of that, like, hey, you do stuff in auto-attack, like, I don't know. Uh, I'd like to see them do some more something something different. But I liked how it worked in, in the 7 remake. It was uh, some a good mix between, like, what they tried to do with 15 and what they did in the older games, so. Yeah. Um... Resident Evil Village getting the VR treatment. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, disappointing not DLC, but. Uh. Yeah, that's uh, that's weird. So they were promised DLC by that game, and it still hasn't come. I think they forgot that they announced that. They're like, "Eh, hey, we're gonna do DLC for Resident Evil Village," and nope. Hopefully I, I forgot. Uh, so. Yeah, I think Capcom might have forgotten too. 
Just watch yeah. it like, oh, the DLC is actually the VR support. Like, that's the only DLC we had planned. Yeah, it would suck. It's like, yeah, the DLC, and you have to pay, like, an extra $600 for this headset to play it. So, yeah. Okay. Um, Street Fighter Six. we got our first gameplay trailer. It's Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah but there's, like, some weird, like... <laughs> Did they show, like, a weird, like, open-world-looking thing where the dude was, like, running around doing quests or something? Like, it looks... It looked like there was some open-world stuff going on in the in the video I saw. It was weird. Um, yeah. So, like, this is a fighting game. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, uh... I kind of clocked out of Street Fighter, so... I'm yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't really, like, I, I was really into Street Fighter 3, uh, and then a little into Street Fighter 4, and I barely played Street Fighter 5, so if Street the trend Fighter continues, yeah, if the trend continues, I will not even touch this one. Although they did apparently add a character with my name, so I maybe I had to try it. Um, <laughs> you have to buy it for that reason. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I need to play Jamie. Let's go. Yeah. You can't play any other character. No. See, it's illegal. I say I'm not going to play it, and then they're going to add in some characters from Street Fighter 3, Third Strike, which is the greatest game yeah. ever. And I'm going to be like, fuckers, you know you got me. So, yeah, it's, uh, Lucas, you're, you're a big fighting game fan. You're a big Street Fighter fan. Are you, are you excited for 6? I, I don't know. Uh, so Street Fighter kind of hits and miss with me. I love Street Fighter 4. Uh, I actually played the shit out of Street Fighter 4. Street Fighter 5, I don't know. I'm a Cody player, so when they changed Cody into the abomination he is now, I wasn't too happy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's hit and miss. Some of the stuff was pretty cool, Street Fighter Five, but some of it was just and the combos weren't that great. And like the paid content was, I had an issue with, but there was so much of it, but it was completely useless. Like you pay one hundred sixteen dollars like that for costumes. Mm-hmm. I, I already paid for the full game. Uh, the game was extremely laggy. Like it took forever to load. Um, and the, announce, the announcers were kind of pitiful. Like, in Street Fighter 4, like, you have a lot of memes, like, even, like, a KO meme, right? Yeah. Where Street Fighter 5, it just, you know, there was a, it didn't feel like a game. It felt like a okay fighter game. Yeah. Well, yeah, the open world, I don't know what they're going with, like, the character going around the city in this. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, I think the hub's going to be kind of cool. Like, be like, um... Like, you get your own guys in the little hub. I, that's, I like, they did clowns in Street Fighter Five, so they might be the same thing in Street Fighter Six. Mm. Well, Street Fighter Six coming your way in 2023. The weird, uh, the weirdest thing I saw related to this was that they are doing, like, a weird, like, broadcasting, like, announcer thing for it. So, like, it's, it's like, fake real-time esports thing going on. It sounds awful. <laughs> Stay with like I don't know. That's the thing. We'll see. Like I don't, I'm not, I'm not like a lot of the gaming community that is the FTG community uh, loves it, but um, I'm gonna hold back. I'm not gonna buy it first day. Let's just say that. Yeah. Yeah. See, Capcom was smart. They would just re-release Marvel versus Capcom too. Yes. I agree. That's all I need. I don't need more Street Fighters. I just want Marvel versus Capcom too. Which I don't understand why they don't do. Like, why do they mail the Origins where they have, like, X-Men uh, versus Street Fighter and so forth and so on? Yeah. I think I think there's probably some licensing something or other probably that game. But because but, I feel like I've read that before. Like, the, the licensing on that game was a big pain in the ass. But, uh, yeah, I'd love to play that game again on a modern console. And, 
Yeah, do it. Do it, Capcom. Yeah, I think it's the licensing for the X Men that they're having issues with. Yeah, probably. Although now everything is owned by one place, and you know, it's all like the media is owned by Disney. That's it. Disney everything. Right. So, so just like make a deal with Disney guys. Let's like, do it. Could you imagine if they like? Because they did like the X, uh, Mega Man X collection and the Street Fighter collection. Could you imagine if they had a Marvel vs. Capcom collection? Yes, I would be. I'd be down with that. Like just put in your X Men versus your Street Fighter, your yep. superheroes versus Street Fighter. And obviously, most people who are smart people would love to just play Marvel vs. Capcom 2 again. But, you give them, like, all of them, that would be pretty dope. Just saying. Yeah. I think somebody's got, to, somebody's got to start figuring that out, because that's what we need. They even throw in the Infinite one, which I didn't really like, but just throw it in there. Just throw it in there. Why not? Uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain got announced. It's like a... P, uh, VR thing for the Horizon universe. Um, yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. Yeah. Uh, you hunt, yeah. You hunt the, the, the machines, but in VR. Yeah, I guess that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'll shoot my bow or something. I can't wait to like try it and then throw up. From... Yeah, I would, like I can't imagine that game translates well to VR. Like you'd be like flipping around and shooting like grappling hooks and yeah, barfing everywhere. Yeah, the hell up, there we go. Horizon Zero Barf. Uh, Zero Barf. <laughs> <laughs> it's Zero uh, Barf. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it's like Skyrim, right? Whereas like Skyrim VR, if you, you like it, you don't like it. it depends on how much you because like it gets very, you know, dizzy. Yeah. It's, it's the whole locomotion thing, like, that that games that don't do the teleport thing, like, I don't know, it just feels, like, weird sometimes when you're moving around. See, I, I'm not a game developer, but if somebody was smart, they would just make an on-rail shooter set in the Horizon universe. There you go. That would, that would work. Yeah, like... Riding on a, uh, a horse thing, whatever those things are called, I can't think yeah. of their name right now, but yeah, it, it, riding on one of those things, just shooting shit. Just charge thirty dollars because it's not like a full size game, and just let me shoot at things while riding on another thing. That's all Basically, Link's crossbow trainer and uh, yeah, that, yeah, that gem. <laughs> uh, and then Callisto Protocol uh, from the Dead That shit looks so good. Yeah, I'm really hyped for that. And then I saw that it didn't come out until like December, and I got sad. <laughs> I gotta play mediocre games until then. God damn it. It looks really spooky, creepy, of a sci-fi horror. I'm, I'm psyched. I'm psyched. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Was it? Is this? Is that the game that was originally supposed to be like a, a PUBG mod or something like that? Is that this one? Well, maybe. Probably. I think I think that was it. I think it was originally supposed to be a PUBG mod or something, and then it got. It's a standalone thing now. Well, it's made by the guy who made Dead Space, so that's that's something. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good, yeah. good sign. Yeah, for space horror. <laughs> well, they're gonna have horror in space. <laughs> it's called Elon Musk. That's the horror. Okay. I mean, all horror comes to space eventually. You got Jason up there. You got Leprechaun. Yeah. Uh, Freddy Krueger's been up there. Uh, Probably. He hunt, he can haunt your dreams, so why not haunt your dreams? Yeah. I want in leather. Space. I want Leatherface in space. <laughs> I just want that boy to be like rolling around in space with his chainsaw. So leather like, space. Uh, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
there's some other news too. Just the state of play. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Get ready to catch them all all over again and ignore your loved ones in the pursuit of the <laughs> coming November 18th and features four-player co-op. That's right. You've got to three of your friends. And who knows what you're going to be doing. They didn't quite elaborate on that. Are you going to be catching Pokemon together? Or are you going to be battling Pokemon together? They didn't quite answer that. Um, yes, the answer is yes. <laughs> the, big, the, big thing, the big thing that people are freaking out about is you get a unique professor for each version of the game. So wow. before it was just one professor, uh, but now you get either a girl professor or a guy professor, and both of them are way too sexy to be professors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm really curious about this four-player co-op, but I do feel like, yeah, it's just a little bit like, what, what does that entail? What exactly does that include? Because... Co-op can mean a whole lot of different things, especially in Pokemon. Uh, there was technically some co-op in Sword and Shield where you could go up against the Ginom... I was about to say the Ginomax. The Ginomax or whatever Pokemon they're called. So you could co-op that, technically. It could be more of that. I do have a feeling, though, if I had to guess, it'll probably be like some areas of the world are maybe... Uh, like regular areas, but maybe you can do them co-op and they'd be harder. I would imagine they would want to ramp up the difficulty to make it harder if you do go in with other people. Uh, and maybe, yeah, you just battle and battle some bigger Pokemon that require more than one Pokemon to take down. But then you get into questions of like, well, who can catch that Pokemon? Do you, do you, all, get a, do you all get a piece of that Pokemon? Like, I don't know. I just have a lot of questions about this, but I do think it's, it's cool. Lucas, are you ready to play co-op Pokemon? Um, if I own a Switch? Yeah. I don't own a Switch yet. I'd still go through my list of PlayStation 4, and then after that, then we'll see. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Undertale creator Toby Fox is composing some, composing some of the music for the game, so if you like Dang. Undertale, you're going to love Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Oh, and I guess they also showed the legendary Pokemon, and they were like, eh, they weren't the most exciting I've seen. What do we got for starters this time? Are they like are they cool? Are they uh, we got the Ganja Cat, the Weed Cat. Um, okay. And then you've got the Fire Dinosaur, and then you've Fire got Fire Dinosaur. Okay. Yeah, and then you got Quaxley, the the duck that looks like a secret agent. Mm. Yeah. It looks like Arnold Duck. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a tough call there between Weed Cat and Secret Agent Duck. I don't oh, know. I'm going with Ganja Cat because yeah. he he looks like a stoner. And yeah, <laughs> I always find all evolution to just look at Cheech and Chong, but just <laughs> versions. He's not here, man. Uh, it's a super move. <laughs> the 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 ultra move for that Pokemon will just be it like hot boxes the other Pokemon and it gets really high. Just like just uh, walks off the battlefield. Just doesn't even know <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> Got you high. Now what? Uh, anyways, uh, Nintendo would never. <laughs> no, but. One can imagine. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then Star Wars Jedi Survivor got officially revealed, and uh, got a trailer for it. It didn't show any gameplay, but it yeah. get me wanting to play it. Though I was like, oh man, I don't know what's going on here. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's a crashed spaceship. Cal's looking at a back to tank of somebody that who knows who that is. The internet's been speculating on you know, who's in that back to tank. 
I assume it's the guy from the first game, the guy that you fought on that really tough planet. Oh yeah, maybe. I mean, I guess that was, mm -hmm. entire, that, that was the whole game, but... No, there was like that guy that, was, that used to be a Jedi. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. But... Hmm. I need to confirm it's going to be next-gen only, so you can't play this on PS4 or um, Xbox One, so... Suck it, old graphics. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess the workaround is you just play it on PC, but also... Right, right, right. Not everyone's going to have a PC that can run this, so... Yeah, it sounds like they're they're trying to beef up the system requirements for a reason, so... Either that means there'll be bigger worlds, which would be nice, because I think... Uh, I think the worlds were pretty big last time, but I mean, like, it'd be cool to have a little bit more... Well, let's uh, say it's on some kind of desert planet, maybe Tatooine, like... All right. That would be massive. I know some people hate yeah. Tatooine, because they've been there way too many times, but... Yeah. There's a reason for that. Yeah. Got the most developed uh, ecosystem uh, by by Star Wars creators, so yeah, we know it's there. <laughs> when in doubt, just set your video game or movie or show on Tatooine. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, it, it, Sonic's back, baby, ready to <laughs> crush it. Uh, Sonic Frontiers is the new Sonic game. They showed off gameplay for it, and I think everyone was like, "What the fuck's going on with this game?" Rest uh, of the wild, baby. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, uh, I'm so upset by this because Sonic for me is all about dumb casino world and loud music, and it's just a fun time. This is just like serious Breath of the Wild Sonic, and it looks so sad. And I don't know. I'm I don't know how I feel about this. If you're doing shit like running up the sides of mountains, I could get down with that. Uh, but if you are just like running through some forests the whole time, like. Lucas, what do you think? Of, did you watch Sonic Frontiers yes. gameplay? And yes, I did. Are you excited for this? I'm going to buy it either way, pre-order it. I'm a Sonic fan. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter what the movie you literally go, hey, Lucas, yeah, Sonic, okay, here's my money. That's, that's who I am, but, like, um, am I excited for it? I, I'm with you on it. It looks... It, I don't know. Like, if they're doing some kind of... Um, like Shadow Man kind of Zelda kind of level system where you get like powers by like going to a dungeon and stuff like that and like doing dungeon crawls and stuff like that when Sonic kind of like that's like if you put a dungeon in that looks like a Sonic level, sure, and then you're gonna have some fun doing that. That that'd be cool. So but like um I don't know man. Like the land looks dead, you know what I mean? It just yeah. looks like there's not a empty. lot to yeah. it. Empty, yeah, yeah like yeah, you have your enemies and stuff like that, but like, running up, there's not a lot of loop-de-loops, there's not a lot of speed that we're, like, used to, where Sonic is all about speed. Um, I, we haven't seen character interaction, we don't know if we're going to have a Sonic 06 on a matter where he starts kissing every girl he sees. We don't know. So, um, I, I'm going to buy it, of course, I'm going to pre-order it, I'm probably going to fucking love it, because Sonic uh, is an open-world Sonic, but I feel like it's going to be... I feel like it's going to be like an average game just because they're not going to put too much in it. We're going to have like a shadow, what the hell, that shadow of a colossus kind of feeling to it with Sonic. Mm. And that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. It just feels like a very weird mishmash. Like, it just feels like it's trying to be serious, but it's also a fucking blue hedgehog that, like, wraps. And, and that's my issue. It's like Sonic hasn't been updated. It looks like they just slapped Sonic from, like, Sonic Generation into this game. He doesn't have a. A look to it, he looks like out of place, and that's also an issue with graphics. So whatever, I guess they were 
worried about changing Sonic because you have ugly Sonic back in the no. <laughs> so maybe that's what they're worried about. I don't know. But uh, is there power-ups? Is there is there level changes? Is there going to be customization? Uh, what's the fun of the fucking rings? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the rings are definitely going to be like souls, right? Like, you're going to level up some bullshit with them. And if you get... Oh my gosh. Them, we got a souls-like Sonic game. <laughs> that's so fucking stupid, but I will play it. <laughs> Sonic Souls. Yeah. Souls uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, it just seems like it's just Sonic. I don't see any tails. I don't see any knuckles. I wonder how that's gonna factor in. Not like I guess you need those characters, but like I wouldn't mind. Yeah. It would have been cool if it was actually one of the islands that they actually visited. Like if it was like West Island or like uh, Angel Island, where it's just Knuckles Island. Uh, if they did that, or like you're visiting like your old levels, or except like newer levels. Let's say like. The Chaos Emerald Master thing blew up again, the island sucked in the ocean yet again, and like you went around the island collecting, you know, repairing the island, but there's not really any information on what's going on. Just want to make a story based game, because that's what it seems like they're trying to do. There's not really a lot of story so far, it's just gameplay. So I have no. Looks fun, but we'll see. I guess like, the big thing to do is like, I hate to be a cynic, but I feel like if they want to put Sonic or uh, Tails or Knuckles in this game, they would have like a hundred quills for each character spread throughout the world, and it's like collect a hundred quills to unlock tails. I know, eat kidney bugs. <laughs> collect a hundred of knuckles gloves, and you unlock knuckles. <laughs> okay, I want to be cynical. That's what they would do. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of Sonic 06, you mentioned that earlier, Lucas. Are you excited to learn that? 2006's Sonic the Hedgehog, also known as Sonic 06, is once again available on the Xbox Marketplace after being delisted in 2010, and they brought it back for the very low price of five dollars. Why? It's silence. Fans brought it back. It's like the Snyder Cut, but with Sonic 06. Oh no! <laughs> it's terrible. That's the one where he. That's the one where he falls in love with the with the human. Is that yeah, the, and yeah. like the running sections, you can't do anything but die because you can't avoid shit, and like you trip over something and you die. That sounds awful. It's a fucking awful game. The loading time is awful. I mean, awful. Like you can go, and I'm, I'm being serious. You can go and make a sandwich, come back, talk to the guy again, and then there's another loading screen. <laughs> Well, that'll right. obviously get fixed by modern consoles, right? I like, hope so. <laughs> if, if they keep the loading shitty just for the authentic experience, then uh, <laughs> the way we'll be happier. <laughs> like we wanted to preserve the original right. uh, Sonic yeah. 06 experience and have excruciating long load times. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This seems... I don't know why they would bring it back. Like, I don't know what was driving this, but... It's the same people that have been clamoring for Skate 3. They've now started the petition for Sonic 06. Bring back Skate. Bring back Somebody Sonic was just 6. playing Xbox 360 and they're like, I want to get yeah. Sonic 06. Bring it back. Yeah, exactly. Or you just Steam that people can mod it. There you go. <laughs> mod it so that you replace the princess with somebody else, like Knuckles or Eggman. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, that's back. So you can play that all over again. Again, for $5. That's a steal. For an excruciatingly painful time. It should be free. <laughs> they should actually give you five dollars just for playing it. Yeah, they should give you five dollars for playing it. Yeah. Uh, there was a Marvel MMO that was in development and got cancelled, so... <laughs> it was yeah. happening and it's not happening. 
Yeah. Who was making that? Was it? Uh... It was the same people that were making DC Universe Online. Okay, that's what I saw. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, looked kind of weird. There were some leaked like visuals from it or something, and it looked kind of weird. It didn't look like. Someday we'll get the Marvel MMO we deserve. They had one. <laughs> it was good. And then, uh, you know, just, just let that one die. Yeah. Bring back Marvel Heroes. Hashtag Seriously. Bring, bring back Marvel Heroes. I actually really like that game, and I miss it. Yeah. I sometimes just yeah. stop and think, we live in a world where that game doesn't exist anymore. So I wonder if anyone's figured out how to do private servers for that one yet. Um, that would be amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> bring it back so that we can play Marvel Heroes again. Because that was, like, fun. It was basically, like, yeah, like, an MMO. It kind of was an MMO. I mean, yeah, it was an ARPG, yeah. kind of like your Diablos and all that. But, yeah. like, it was in this persistent world. And, yeah, there was, like, times where it'd be, like, 15 Gene Grays, and people would, like, uh, the dialogue would just get clunky because it's, like, it's not prepared right. to handle 15 Gene Grays. But, yeah, for the most part, it was pretty good. So, <sighs> now I'm just reminiscing about Marvel Heroes. Uh, <laughs> all right. Elon Musk got into an embarrassing fight with a video game parody website, and he lost. Okay, you gotta explain this, because I haven't heard about this. Okay. Yeah, so, um, I guess there's, like, a video game news parody website that, um, kind of like, they, it's kind of like The Onion, or whatever, where they, like, they do, sure. uh, kind of, like, jokey articles, and Elon Musk, uh, tweeted out something from... Uh, this website, but cropped out anything that would have given him any sort of uh, credit. And um, the, <laughs> the the website, well, their Twitter replied, and they said, hey, I'll give you a horse if you stop cropping our name out of our articles. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it, it kept getting just so much worse for Elon Musk, and he kept, like, trying to fight him on it, and uh, yeah. Yeah. It, All right. It got into like really bad, like, like I don't know. Apparently, people started blocking each other and they were calling each other cowards. And it's like, what's going on here? Um, Another day on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, yeah. If you, um, if you you know take an article from somebody, just credit them. Like, why do you have to crop that out? That's right. my take on it. Like. Just get proper credit. Um, but they uh, they posted, reposted an old article there's, that says Elon Musk admits he must travel to Mars because no one hates him there yet. And Elon Musk just kept replying. Like he said, less funny than SNL on a bad day. This could make a drunk post person sober. Try harder. And yeah. I just love the fact that this guy is like the richest person in the world and he just engages with trolls because he's got nothing else better to do. So. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, false Bloodborne remastered rumors spread on the on like Wildfire on Twitter. So there was someone made a fake account that looked legitimate enough, and basically said that there was a Bloodborne remastered coming, and people started to believe it. Even like some websites started to write like it's happening, and then people did their investigating and found out that the Twitter account was like completely false. So, at that point, like, the replace is already being like, Bloodborne Remastered, it's happening. So, that was that was some egg on the face of some pretty major news websites. Way um, to go. Yeah. Bold by Twitter. Yeah. 
I love this book, though. I love that test. Yeah. Bro. I would have loved this yeah. Bloodborne remaster. Or even just a Bloodborne on PC. Let us ramp up the visuals with a good PC. There, there you go. go. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. If you like that game and you want to play that game for the rest of your life, well, hopefully your life is over by 2061, because that's when the game will seem to be self-functioning. So. <laughs> Did someone just find, like, that there's code that just, like, doesn't go past that date or something? Or, like... I guess somebody just kept, <laughs> like, moving things on the uh, clock, uh, and eventually the clock was like, this is it, this is the end of Animal Crossing New Horizons, so 2061. Okay. I want I want it to be like a real like stop function like there's an actual like in game like global apocalypse that happens. Oh, <laughs> yeah, maybe like, yeah, like yeah, like like mega meteor happen in one that just wipes out your village and it's just <laughs> you built all this for nothing. Yeah, yeah. the inevitability of it all. In game COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all the villagers are now. Quarantine. And then you're like trying to get your villagers to get vaccinated. They're like, it's a fake thing. It's not real. <laughs> That's what it's amazing. Yeah, let's do it. That's what it should be. Uh, cool. Well, if you like, if you have your Steam Deck and you're like, wow, this thing really has a loud fan. Well, guess what? Steam OS 3.2 update allows you to adjust the fan curve of your Steam Deck. So. Now, can you adjust what you want it to do, or can like so? When I was looking for the setting, what I could find was like you could turn something on and off, and then it it just let the OS uh, handle the, the 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 fan, but like then it just never turned on for me when I was playing. Something. It just it just got my my console just got hot. Like yeah, so that's the thing about this that seems a little weird. Like I played around with it, and it just means that the steam deck got hotter. So I just put it back yeah. to normal. I'm like yep. you know what. I have come to uh, admit that the Steam Deck, as great as it is, it is a tiny little thing, and with the PC infrastructure it's got going on there, or there's whatever, like, it's got a lot going on, and it doesn't have yeah. a whole lot of space, so yeah, those fans are pretty critical, so yeah, it's a little noisy, but if it means the thing doesn't melt in my hands, I will gladly keep it regular, but I think they at least put it there so people can stop complaining about the fans. And right, like, it's so loud, it's really, it's, it's a little loud, but it's yeah. not the end of the world. I mean, stream your games. I'll talk about that, but I've been doing that, and guess what? The fan doesn't even kick in because all the processing power is still on my go. gaming PC. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. I gotta play around with that more. I mostly just download the games, but I guess I'm starting to get to the point where I either have to buy a bigger micro SD, which I could do, or I might just try streaming some more games. So we'll see. Uh, how does that work with compatibility, though? Like. If That's what can, I wanted to know. If it's like not compatible on the Steam Deck, can you still stream it? And it still yep. Works? That's oh, yep. so I can stream Dark. Halo. Oh. You could. Well, actually, mm, yes, you could, right? Because there's this. That's actually like a Steam game. So, well, I mean, we're getting into it. So I'll I'll, I'll give a quick <laughs> rundown. Two two. I do streaming two ways on the Steam Deck. One is through the Steam in-home streaming or whatever remote play they call it now. So yeah, any Steam game that's installed on like you know a local PC. Um, you can stream from your Steam Deck once you've set it up, I think. Or maybe you don't even need to set it up, I don't remember. But, yeah, as long as your PC can play it like Halo, and even if your Steam Deck can't run it, like it's not Steam Deck verified, uh, it doesn't care. You can just click the little drop-down and select, hey, I want to play it from the PC, and it'll stream to you. And, of course, depending on your internet connection or your home networking, I suppose, uh, you might have a terrible or fantastic experience. Um, so that's number one. Number two way uh, is... 
if you have an NVIDIA GPU, I think, I think it's only NVIDIA, um, and you have like the NVIDIA, what's it called, GeForce gaming experience, whatever, that software that everybody probably has because it auto-updates your drivers and all that stuff, well, there's a setting in there that works with the NVIDIA Shield where you can enable to stream games or whatever. Um, once you turn that on, you can get a application from that discovery shop uh, on uh, Steam Deck called Moonlight. It's like a free open source software that taps into that protocol and lets you stream games that way. So even like Epic or GOG games, I've been playing Alien Isolation because it was free on Epic and I just stream into my Steam Deck and it works great. Nice. Hot tip. I'm going to look into that because I have some epic games that I would like to play on Steam Deck. Like Inscription. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, highly recommended. That's awesome. Yeah, I've been kind of like me to play around with that because I just mostly download games. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I'll just download. But download speeds because it's Wi-Fi only unless you have a, um, mm. a USB-C dock. It's like pretty slow. Even with a good internet, it's still not the fastest. So, Cool. Um, well, that's it for the news. Still with uh, what we've been playing. Who wants to go first? Who's who's burning to talk about some video games? Mm, I can go last because I have a lot, and I'm gonna probably do it lightning round style. So I'll go last. Okay. Jamie, I go first. Well, Lucas, got it. All, All right. right. I got Just at the buzzer too. All right. Let's go. Uh, so. Uh, for me, only like two games. Porn games. Any porn games? Yeah. Any porn games? Uh, no, no porn games. Uh, I haven't stumbled into that yet, so that was uh, fortunate. Um, so I played Red Dead Online, and I think I'm up to a point of finishing, like I'm done kind of thing. Um, uh, I found it fun. Um, I'm leaving the story missions because me and my bud play it online ever so often, so I'm just gonna leave the story missions alone. I've done that, but what I've played. Um, it's addicting uh, kind of gameplay. Um, I think they set it up pretty good where you have like a drop cycle um, where you like a collection or you can like, you know, run here as a moonshiner, uh, kill, uh, you know, capture people. Uh, eventually you get to a point where you're a bounty hunter where if there's been a, like if there's a jerk online and he starts killing people, you can actually send yourself, they'll actually get like, a bounty online. You can go after him and like capture him and bring him in jail if you want to. So that's kind of cool. Um, so, I think there was a good interaction, um, but like again, I think I'm I'm pretty done with it as it is. Um, it's gets to a point where I'm at that grindy section where you're just kind of doing the same mission over and over again and stuff like that. So uh, there's a ton of unlockables you can keep going. It's like level 100, but I've seen put like 200, 300 hours in this game easily on that. So um, I think that's pretty much like. Online, I'd give like a like an eight out of ten. Um, if you have some buds and friends and stuff like that, I'd play each other and play it. But there is a lot of single player action to the Red Dead Redemption Online. So uh, besides that, I'm still playing Pokemon Sapphire. I'm still going through that. Um, I still think it's probably the better version of the game so far. Where there's a lot of game of life changes, where like uh, the TMs and stuff like that aren't um, one use only, which is really nice. Um, I think that the graphics have definitely got changed. Um, there's a lot more to do, so I'm pretty interested to see if I ever buy a Switch on to the other Pokemon games that are coming out. Like, I haven't played, I haven't played Pokemon Arceus, like Arceus or Arceus. Oh, no, I haven't played that. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't played that at all. Um, and that really Pokemon changes Pokemon. a lot 
book the Pokemon formula because it's like it's more like Breath of the Wild open world game, but you can capture Pokemon. So it, it kind of feels a little more natural. Like unlike other Pokemon games where you have to like battle people to or battle Pokemon to like get them down low enough that you can capture them. In that one, you don't even need to do that. You can like literally just sneak up on a Pokemon, and if you're good enough, you can catch it without even battling it. It's crazy. Anyways. And uh, the trace system's nice, but that Pokemon Bank, where like I like the fact that you can keep your team now consistently up to a certain point. I think that's kind of important. Um, yes. I understand why you don't do that because like you have level sixty-five to hundred Pokemon now, just destroying everyone. But like, I, I like half my own Pokemon. It feels like they have like a legacy now, especially if you're playing like a Nuzlocke game. If you lose one of them, it becomes even more important. Yeah. Um, so that, um, I also have been playing, um, besides Pokemon, King of Fighters 15, while well, I talk about, um, FTG and all the fighting games going to be there. Uh, King of Fighters 15 is pretty good. Actually, it's less better than the last game. Um, the combos are a lot more simplified. I've started to find that fighting games have now tried to make the moves, like, very friendly. Uh, and there's a lot of missions and stuff like that, so you can learn. Um, back in, you know, when I was playing fighting games, they made it difficult because they wanted to make sure that um, you had stuff to do, right? Like, you would always learn how to build the combos now. Whereas now, like, you just press the square button a billion times and you win. Yeah. So, um, I think that's a good thing. I also think that um, what they're doing, where it's like, if you have a actual custom combo, like, it does more damage. So that kind of, if you, you know, if you can actually pull off that sweet move, you can kill somebody off in, like, one hit. Whereas, like, you have a bunch of beginner players where you can just press the square button. But for an advanced player, because I've played online, even the people who don't want to play are just doing that, it's still hard. Because, like, they're just, you can just press the button and they're all, they have a full combo and they do 25% of your health. So you feel like there's a challenge on both ends. So, and then when you're online, when you see that guy do that sweet move, you're like, oh man, I want to do that too. So, Campfire 15, I think, is a very much what every gaming thing should do. And, like, I wish people would have the Mortal Kombat side as well. Mortal Kombat 11 has like towers and stuff like that, and you can unlock costumes and and different challenges and all that stuff like that. If there was a game that combined both of those, I'd be happy. But um, I think Unified 15 is definitely improved over the last. That's all I've been playing. Nice. All right. Well, I can go next because I'm playing some games. Uh, yeah, I uh, got a review code for, um, this game has been, like, just lighting up steam lately, uh, called The Rising, and, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a really interesting game, uh, basically, it's kind of like, a action, an RPG, kind of like Diablo, uh, but it's with Empires, um, yeah, uh, surprisingly, it's not 100% compatible with the Steam Deck, uh, I had to play around with it because I want to play on the Steam Deck. At this point now, I'm like, I, I find my main motivation in gaming, at least PC gaming, is I'm like, can I get it to play on the Steam Deck? Yes or no? Um, and yeah, I there was like a little bit of a workaround. Like I had to basically, I found that there's a way that with the Steam Deck you can like load controller pre-configurations and they're all from other people. So people have basically done the work to like set up controls a certain way and then they save it and it gets uploaded and then you can just basically download that and load it. So it's not official controller support, but it comes well enough from the community who's been working at it. So uh, I did play on my regular gaming PC too. Works, I mean, obviously much better because it's more fully compatible there. But uh, either way, I like B Rising. Uh, it's a whole lot of fun. Uh, it's the kind of game that I think there's a lot going on to it that 
I think will keep people engaged far more than most other uh, kind of multiplayer action RPGs. I'm, like, I'm going to talk about one in a bit that I'm a little disappointed by, but um, yeah, it's it's a whole lot of fun, and I think the thing that's going to be the most engaging for people is just there's a lot that you can kind of spend your time unlocking different things. It is an early access, so I'm guessing things will change and evolve over time, but even for being an early access, it still is quite competent of a game. Um, yeah. Uh, the things are kind of uh, there is like a few actions in the game like there's like some kind of like crafting and resource gathering that kind of gets a little monotonous I, I do think there are times where I'm like okay I've been I've been kind of doing a lot of like stuff to craft things and it does kind of drag down the experience where you're just like okay yes it's cool that I can craft things and I, I think for an action RPG it's kind of cool to include stuff like that but it definitely gets to the point where I'm like uh yeah i definitely feel like i've been I, I i kind of felt like it was a little bit kind of not wasting my time but it definitely felt like it was a little bit kind of monotonous for what else it was keeping me from so um, what would you say like the percentage of like base building resource you know gathering it is versus just going out and killing things um, it's it's more of the crafting than you would probably expect like, yeah that's what i've heard I would say probably like 60% of it is, yeah, crafting and resource gathering, and then 40% is combat. And the combat's great. The resource gathering, it, it, for a while, it's okay. But yeah. after a while, it's just, it gets to be a little, little dull. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah, I, I guess it's a lot of things too. Like, it's not just an ARPG, but it's like, it's kind of like an open world survivor, survival game too. So there is like that survival aspect of it as well. Um, but yeah, like in terms of like combat and stuff, yeah, it's, it's more akin to like a Diablo or something like that. So is the um is the server stuff persistent? Like does does you do you always log into the same server, or does your like stuff that you build come with you no matter where you play? There are some things that carry with you, but not everything. So got it. Yeah. So yeah, some things carry over, but yeah, not everything does. Like there are some things that are server specific, and uh. From what I can tell, it looks like the servers, there are different ones that you can log into. So I think there, there is some stuff lost, but there is some stuff that carries over. It's more, I guess, kind of akin to your character itself rather than, than the world itself. That stuff, I think, more or less stays with that server. Okay. Um, yeah, I, for now, it's early access, so keep in mind it can change. I get the impression that, like a lot of other uh, early access games, this will change and evolve. And I think it's great that they put it out and they got so much attention from this because I think they're going to get so much feedback on this that they can change things. And I'm just going to say, like, make it a little bit more action-oriented, tune down the crafting a little bit, and I think you'll have a great game. I think for now, I'd give it, like, a 7 out of 10. It's still good and it's still fun. It just it needs a little bit more action to keep the pace going. So... Um, yeah, that's on Steam, so if you do want to check it out, you can. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that it was made by the dudes who made uh, Battle Right. So when I saw the combat, I'm like, oh, this is very reminiscent of that other game. Oh, interesting. I've never heard of that game, but I do like what? the combat in this game. Yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah, I don't know what happened. Battlerite kind of died down super quickly after it gained, like, huge popularity a couple years ago. It's, It's like 
the team fights in like league. That's basically yeah. what the combat is. Um, yeah, I think it was a three v three or something like that. Okay. The name is definitely familiar, but I can't remember the gameplay for that one. But yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, I've also been playing Borderlands Three. That was given away for free on the Epic Games Store, so I was like, I'm gonna play this, and it's fun. I I'm enjoying it more now that I'm playing on PC. Um, I don't know. I still think it's not as good as Borderlands Two by a long shot. Yeah, it's it's a tough yeah, not tough, tough competition there. Yeah, I don't. Know, I saw there's DLC for three. Has anyone played the DLC? Is it worth picking up? I played the first two, uh, and I did not finish the other two because I was not super into playing the end game in that game. So um, depends on what you play. I play all four. Yeah. Uh. It's good. Um, there's only two of them that I would say that are worth playing, which is the Western one and the one that uh, Gage the Necro or Necromancer is in. And that's it. I wouldn't play any other ones. Okay. If you're just trying to pick up some. Yeah. I've been kind of debating because obviously the base game is free, but the um, DLC is all like like you have to pay for that. So I've been kind of considering getting it, but also part of me is like, do I really care enough? And the answer is probably yeah. not. I think they put out like some like director's cut DLC for that too. That was like they refactored some of the classes a little bit or something weird like that. Like I can't remember what it did. That was that was uh, um, in a supercut, which is like arena-based game where you can go in and um, uh, get some good loot. But that's if you pass it. Um, you start with no weapons and then you continue on trying to fight your way through. And the weapons you carry, if you finish the game, you actually key. Um, and the other one, I don't remember. I think it's not like uh, the level went up, like the level increase. It went up to like ten levels. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. Borderlands three. I don't know. I think like a seven out of ten. I don't know if it's yeah. necessarily a great game, but I do um, feel like, at least in terms of like gameplay, it feels like whatever's under the hood is a lot better in this one than. Uh, I've also been playing Among Us on Steam Deck. I don't, it, it's, I don't know why. I think, like, <laughs> Jamie, you and I were talking about this last time. Like, just there are some, like, relatively simple games that for some reason I just like playing on the Switch, even though it's not overly complex of a game. So, um, yeah, I've been playing a lot of that, and uh, it's fun. Uh, it's also kind of like just, I don't know, something that I can play on the, on the Steam Deck that, you know, doesn't drain the battery right away. I'm looking at other games I've been playing on my Steam Deck that just drain the battery pretty much right away. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's fun. The only thing that sucks is that it's hard to do the text chat with the Steam Deck because the on the virtual keyboard that's included is kind of a nightmare to deal with. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I've also been playing Just Cause Four. Uh, so that's. That's actually been the game I've been playing, aside from Among Us, the most on my Steam Deck, and it plays really well. Although, that game can get pretty intensive at times uh, on your uh, processor and all that, and there's been a couple times it's crashed <laughs> the Steam Deck, and I'm like, oops, I guess I found the limits of the Steam Deck. Um, yeah, it's still pretty good, but yeah. Uh, yeah, just kind of like zipping around and getting different vehicles and missions and stuff. It's been fun. 
and then also I picked up. It was on sale, even though it just came out. So I don't know what was, what was the business decision of that. But Ultimate Epic Battle Simulator Two. Uh, basically, you choose armies of people and pit them against each other and just see how it plays out. Uh, but with this one, it's kind of cool because you can take over uh, people in the army and do battle like one on one. So if you really want, like you can have like a thousand Roman soldiers, but you can take over one and just like engage in the battle, which is kind of cool. Um, there's also some more ridiculous ones, including like Chuck Norris. So you can just put like Chuck Norris against a thousand Roman soldiers. Why not? So, yeah, that is a eight out of ten because I don't know if most people are gonna play it. Probably outside of the few times you're gonna be like, this will, this is interesting. This is cool. Um, I did pick up Diablo Immortal, uh, and I hate myself for it. Um, I don't know. I guess I was excited. I'm like, new Diablo. Sure, it's on mobile, but whatever. I'll give it a chance. And I would say the first 35-ish levels, I was I was feeling like I was doing pretty well. And then you reach like around level 35 or 37, where you just hit a wall, and the game pretty much goes from free-to-play to pay-to-win. And I uninstalled it. I'm done with it. I'm like, I'm so pissed off at this game. I, I kind of expected that there was going to be some like financial kind of part to it. But I think they kind of cheated it out by giving you, like, the first little bit. But, like, after a certain point, like, the game becomes near impossible to play unless you're putting in money regularly. And um, people have done the math on, like, what it would take to, like, actually do well in that game. And it's, like, thousands of dollars. It's not worth it. And I know this is coming from somebody that fucking bought loot boxes for Battlefront 2 back when I was that for a hot minute. But even I'm like, no, this is, this is way too stupid. I'm not paying thousands of dollars for a mobile game. So... I don't know. I uninstalled it. I'm not going to play it anymore. Um, yeah. Uh, and then finally, the Ninja Gaiden Master Collection. Well, I guess I should give him Diablo Immortal score. I, I'll give it a 4 out of 10. And the 4 is only for, like, the the first parts of the game, and then the last parts are all just drag that score down. <laughs> uh, and then finally, Ninja Gaiden Master Collection. I'm still playing through that. I, I really enjoyed this game. Uh, it's a good collection of games. I beat the first game finally and uh it's a tough game like these were the souls games of their day when you played the ninja Gaiden games they were tough um but a whole lot of fun uh and that's it right jimmy what have you been playing uh so i have been playing i'm still playing a lot of vampire survivors um because it is very addicting to play that on the steam deck uh when i'm just looking for something to play for you know 15 20 minutes um so that is still, I'm, like, they keep adding stuff to that game, which is part of the problem. Like, I'm like, oh, I only need, like, three more things to unlock to finish it. And then they're like, oh, here's a new character, and here's how you get it. And so I'll go back and, and play it for a bit to unlock a new character and get the new uh, items and stuff like that. And then I'll, I'll, you know, let it go for a bit and play some other stuff and then come back and realize they've added, like, some more characters. So it's been... Uh, it's been well supported so far it seems, and uh, it's like I said, it's super fun and easy to easy to play, quick to pick up and put down. Um, you know, you only need like 15, 20 minutes to, to do a full run. So, um, yeah, Impressive Survivor is still good. Uh, I also picked up Kirby in the Forgotten Land, um, which uh, I played at a Target in front of my son, and he was like, I want to play Kirby. So I said, you know what? Let's get Kirby. So uh, <laughs> I picked it up, and uh, it's got. Uh, you know, it's pretty good. It's, it's pretty good. It's a uh, open world Kirby kind of thing going on with uh, 
you know, little little open levels, uh, 3D, uh, I shouldn't say open world Kirby, 3D Kirby. Um, and it's uh, it's got some, some cool stuff in it so far, like the little puzzly bits to try to figure out how to get all the hidden waddledies and levels all fun, uh, going around and eating, eating dudes, and uh, getting the powers is always uh, good for a fun time in Kirby game. And, uh, yeah, like you're just collecting... Lots of little things off the checklist, which is, you know, a thing that I enjoy doing in video games. So uh, I definitely enjoyed my time with it so far. I've only played through, like, the first world. Um, and uh, I've just, like, put the co-op on and let my son, who's three years old, just hold the controller because it doesn't give a shit what he does while I'm playing the game. Uh, <laughs> I'm guessing so, you're playing on the easy difficulty, too. Nope. <laughs> nope, I'm not. Uh, I, I don't. I, it doesn't do anything, like, if he dies or anything like that, so, like, he just runs around and does whatever, and I will I will just play the game. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I'm playing it on the, the normal difficulty or whatever, uh, just because it's, uh, it would be painfully easy if I played it on the other one, I think. Because it's not very hard on the on the normal difficulty. No, um, I was being asked, because, like, I played on the harder difficulty, and I'm like, this is, like, still way too easy. Yeah, like, I can't imagine, like, I, I think when I tried it out in the store, I played it on the easy one just because I was like, oh, let's see if it's, like, you know, dumbed down for kids or whatever, and, uh, no, it was just, like, there's no way to die, basically. Like, it's hard. It's hard not to, to want to do the, the regular one, uh, just because of that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fun, and, like, uh, like I said, there's, like, I don't know, five or six worlds that you're, you're playing in the first level, and, uh, or five six levels you play in the first world, and then you move on to the next one and, and get more waddledies and you're slowly building up your town. Uh, so all that stuff seems fun. Uh, there's little collectible curvies you get that you can you can view in your viewer and, and there's like a random uh, element to that where you, you pick up these capsules and, and get uh, you know, little collected characters uh, every time you get one. I assume eventually it'll be harder to get the last ones I'm missing kind of thing, uh, but I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's been fun so far. I will probably give it an 8 out of 10. Um, We'll see if it stays as interesting as it has been for the first little bit of the game, but I've definitely enjoyed it so far. Um, and then I played a little bit of the Mario Strikers uh, Battle League uh, demo that came out over the weekend. So they're doing like an open, like open beta kind of thing going on uh, for 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 like five days or something like that. Um, so I played that a little bit last night. Uh, it feels really good if you're into Mario Strikers. Uh, it's Got some cool uh, power shots and stuff like that. Uh, if you like, if you like soccer at all, I'm sure it's fun. If you like Mario sports at all, you'll have a fun time with it. Uh, like, I, I really don't like think there's anything uh, too crazy going on. If you like want a, a realistic soccer sim, you're obviously not going to get that. Uh, but if you want like a goofy game with you know, oh, you pick up a shell and you can throw it at dudes and then kick soccer balls into a goal, uh, it's got all that stuff. So it's it's kind of wacky and crazy and and there's tackling, and, uh, you know, it's going to get chaotic if you're playing that with, like, six people or five people or whatever. Because um, I think it's three-on-three, three, uh, and I only played it so far against the computer doing, like, the tutorial stuff, just trying to get a hang of the controls, and, um, yeah, it's, it feels really good. Um, like, the passing all feels easy and intuitive and it makes sense, um, and the shooting and all that stuff is easy to control, and uh, it just feels fun, so... Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see how the final game uh, ends up being, but I've liked the demo so far, so definitely going to play some more of that, and I'm probably going to end up picking it up. Um, 
And then the last thing I've been playing is uh, Diablo Immortal, which I have a slightly different take on it because I'm not quite as far as Kurt was, I think. Uh, so oh, just I, yeah, so, so like I literally, I'm, I'm like 37 now, and I'm like in this zone where you're, you're basically going through and trying to find Sultan Cool's uh, uh, library uh, from Diablo 3 um, and, and find out, you know, what's going on with that guy. And I did notice that, like, I basically hit a leveling wall at this point where I'm like, man, I, I was, like, leveling up really fast, and now it's taking me, like, you know, a day to get a level, uh, basically, because for the last couple of days. Um, so, yeah, it could be that very soon I'm going to hit the, the same issue that you ran into, where uh, it's just you have to buy materials and everything to progress. The one thing I did notice um, is at this point uh, in the game, like, it seems like it's, like, oh, wait, you're going to have to start playing with people. Because I was just basically playing solo stuff up to this point. Um, and then, like, a couple of the mission things I had was like, hey, start a war band and then fight this boss guy and with eight other people. I'm like, I don't, don't want to fucking talk to eight other people right now. I just want to play the, the damn thing. I can solo Diablo 3, you know, I don't need to play with other people. Um, so yeah, if, if it gets to be where you have to have, uh, you know, grouped up uh, groups to... to get through content that's going to be disappointing but uh i will probably at least give it a shot um yeah i don't know i think as far as like a mobile game diablo goes like i've really enjoyed it like i think i think they've done a great job of trying to like get the controls working well on a phone um and and get the the kind of like diablo experience dumbed down a little bit more than it was already in diablo 3 where now you have like uh one base attack and then four other like special attacks you can do and uh, that's it. So you don't. I think you had like two more or three more in Diablo three that you could kind of squat. Um, yeah. And so your your options are a little bit more limited. Uh, but I think that it's it feels appropriate for the for the scope of the game, I guess, so far. So I haven't really had a problem. My biggest issue is just the like I always like to have like a mo mobility skill and like I there's no room on the bar for it when you hit four things for me. Like it's just like I'm never gonna pick the 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 necromancer teleport thing that I had like ever. I'm never gonna use that because I get I have I need skeletons out there and you know all that shit. So, um, so I think the the choices of trying to like make a build with with less options are gonna be a little harder to to figure out. But they have like like all these like oh here's a recommended build to try like built into the game so you can just kind of like easy mode get the stuff you need and then try it out and see if you like it which is kind of neat. Um, but yeah, like it definitely seems like there's gonna be a point where it's like, oh, now you need you know all this shit to craft legendary gems and all this stuff to rank your gear up to a certain level and, and stuff like that. So I think that's where the microtransaction stuff's gonna be a little gross uh, for sure. And I ended up picking up the season pass for the five dollars uh, just because I figured I'd, I'd pay some money at the and at the front end of it just to see if I I could uh, you know buy a season pass and that would be good enough to to make through. Um, you know, the early stuff in the game, and it sounds like it probably won't be, so that sucks, uh, but we'll see. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I also played a little bit on the PC, because they, they did have the PC beta that is going on right now. Um, I tried it with the mouse and keyboard. It works fine. Uh, biggest problems I have with it is you can't change the resolution in the game, which kind of sucks, because everything just feels like it's too big on the screen. Like, it's, it's just made for a mobile screen, so it like, takes up too much real estate on a PC screen than, than you'd think it would. Um, and then uh, the controller support on it is fucking abysmal on a PC. Yeah. Uh, holy shit. Uh, <laughs> like, it's it's frame rate bound is what it feels like. Uh, so, like, if you're playing it on the default setting, it was, like, locking my game at 30 frames a second or something like that. 
and the controller the controller uh, moves like wicked slow. Uh, it's laggy as fuck, and uh, it's awful. And if you bump it up to like the 120 frames a second uh, option, like it'll run better uh, with like the controller responsiveness, but like the game will run worse. So that sucks. Uh, so it's like a it's like the game can't handle running itself at 120 frames a second uh, on my laptop that great. Uh, it, and I don't think it's the laptop that's having the problem. I think the game just doesn't do well with it. Uh, but, the, but the controller, at least, it, something else was slowing it down. So yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see if they can get that PC build to a state that makes it feel more like uh, console Diablo 3, or uh, at least, uh, like, it runs fine with the mouse and keyboard. I just want to have some more options on how to, you know, make it look better. Um, yeah, Diablo, I'd say I'd give it probably like a 7 out of 10 uh, for me right now, but it, it, we'll see how that changes when I get a little bit further and uh, see the uh, stuff Kurt was talking about. Yeah, I I was actually pretty positive on the game until I just got to a certain point where I'm like, this game, this game, I felt bait and switch, basically. Like, I, yeah. I felt like the game, for the longest time, I felt like I, I, felt like I was keeping a good pace, and I didn't feel the pay-to-win aspect of it, but there's a certain point for me where that just switched, and I could tell that they were very clearly working towards, like, that kind of mm-hmm. model. So, I don't yeah. know. So I know some people will, will, and, you know, some people may just pay into that kind of stuff. I, yeah. I feel like if you're if you're having fun and they say, hey, spend money, some people might just say, yeah, sure, but I don't know. It's not one of them, so. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how they support it, too. Um, but yeah, it's 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 solid Diablo. Uh, just I just want Diablo Four. So if this is like all oh, yeah. play until then, like uh, that's what I'll do, I guess. But like, Diablo Four guys, let's get it out there. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's yeah, my it's, turn. Yeah. What are you playing? Yeah. Well, I also played some Diablo Immortal. I think I'm giving it a 5 out of 10. I think I have the same complaints you guys already do. Um, it feels a little clunky on the PC, especially with the controller and all that stuff. And I just don't like the fact that I can tell, like, their design choices are definitely, you know, on, oh, how do we monetize these aspects instead of, like, what yeah. makes a better game? So, yeah. 5 out of 10. Um, but that said, I, I'm only, like, I don't know. I'm in the teens, I think, in terms of level, so I'll what, play a little more. What class did play? I'm just curious. Necromancer. Necromancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any fucking game I can play as a Necromancer. I'm like, yep. Yeah. I have two level 30 plus uh, characters. One's a Necro, one's a Crusader. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I've never played Necro in the other uh, Diablo games, so that's why you picked it. Uh, Alright, cool. Uh, like I said, lightning round. I'll just go through the games I've been playing real quick. Uh, Track to Yomi feels pretty good. It's black and white, sort of uh, old, you know, nod to the Japanese black and white films. You play as a samurai. It's a 2D side-scrolling sort of action game, um, and it's very linear. You just play through the story. It's pretty good. Uh, good length. It's not too long, which is great because it's kind of monotonous in its combat. There's not a whole lot going on besides swinging your sword, maybe like a couple of different ways. Um, except the boss fights can be a little more interesting. Um, but at the end of the day, you're, it's still just you know light attack, heavy attack, and maybe there's uh, there's a little bit of like directional combos and parrying. But yeah, decent, but not amazing. But it's still pretty good. Especially if you have Game Pass, I would recommend trying it out. So, 7 out of 10. Um, and then I played through What Remains of Edith 
Finch. I really like this game. This is a, a pretty short walking simulator, linear sort of story game. Looks great. Beautiful soundtrack. Fantastic voice acting. And it just tells you a story, uh, basically, of a family who is, I don't know, I guess every member of this family is just, like, ridden with bad luck or something. Like, that's, I guess, part of the story is that you learn of this uh, thing because the character you're playing is sort of, like, one of the later uh, generations of this family. And he's, or she's learning all of the things that happen to, like, all these other people as part of her, like, big family who all kind of died young and in sort of different but interesting ways and yeah that's that's basically the story and you uh go through sort of this mansion that was the home for a lot of these family members and you go through each of their rooms and from there you can kind of tell what happened to them and it plays you a story that kind of um especially some of them they like make a gameplay out of the storytelling which is really interesting um like this one story for example you work he plays this character who's working at like a fish canning uh, factory and it talks about how he was like daydreaming when he was working so like with two thumbsticks one you're sort of like using your hand to move the fish over through the conveyor belt um and then with your other um joystick you're moving this sort of like thought bubble character through this like 3d world it's, it's quite interesting um, so yeah, I really like this one. 9 out of 10. This is also on Game Pass, so I would really highly recommend people try this one out if, uh, if you just want to hear a pretty cool story, you know? And I played through Dendara, Trials of Fear. This one I played, I think, yeah, exclusively on the Steam Deck, running on the Steam Deck. Uh, it's a 2D Metroidvania. It's sort of a little bit different in the sense that you don't play as a character who walk. You play as a character who bounces sort of between wall to wall. You can only jump between walls, and you sort of have almost like an 180 degree range, which means you can have you'd have to jump back and forth between two sets of walls to like move forward, for example. Um, and then the world is like sometimes turned to various directions, and only certain walls can be landed on and jump from. And then other than that, it's very much a Metroidvania. You just go from, you know, section to section, and you gain new powers, or you unlock different parts of the world. You have um, some combat abilities. I think you sort of a, you press and hold button where it lets you shoot out sort of a little, like a finger blast, I guess, um, a gun thing. And then as you, of course, collect things around the world, you're, it'll get more powerful. Um, so there is some combat in this game. There's some puzzle solving. Um, but, you know... Gameplay, I think, is its uh, strength, but everything else I felt like was lacking a little bit. Like, it just feels sort of unimportant, and the story was kind of lacking in my opinion. I just didn't really resonate with it. Um, but yeah, but it's solid. It's a solid uh, Steam Deck game. Um, good 2D Metroidvania, so I'm giving it a 7.5 out of 10. Um, yeah, played through Alien Isolation, this one. I played... Uh, both on the PC and on the Steam Deck through streaming uh, with Moonlight, like I mentioned before. Uh, I really like this game. Yeah, it was. Uh, I usually don't enjoy um, these sorts of survival horror games with combat, or I guess it's not really combat in this case either. But like, I like Amnesia because there's literally like nothing you can do except for hide uh, from the monsters. And in this case, uh, you there's a crafting system in Alien Isolation, and then eventually you actually do get weapons that may not kill. Um, you know, the enemies you face, and you generally throughout the game face either other people, which uh, I actually managed to get through the game without killing a single person, which I don't know if that unlocked an achievement or what, but uh, there's the androids, 
it, it does. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it does. Uh, I'm trying to think now. Um, but yeah, it definitely sounds like something I remember uh, having mm. a trophy. So that would have been hard as shit to do because I played. I played through that and uh, would never have been able to do that. Uh, I yeah, I most of that game. game. I didn't know you could do that shit. Like I literally bought a quarter way through, and I'm like, I don't like this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's rough. It's hard. Hard. It's hard, yeah, it's definitely hard. Like, I basically ended up having to crouch walk almost everywhere because yeah. I didn't want to fire any weapons until, like, the very end. Um, so, yeah, I mean, same with the, the androids. God, the androids are the worst in that game. Like, the alien, fine, you know, great. Uh, yeah, it's a little scary, but the androids are just annoying. I hated those goddamn things. Um, they're creepy, like, expressionless bald head faces and anyways it's a good game i i liked it you know like i think i thought i wouldn't like the fact that you could fight back but i actually thought it was a good mix of you know being able to decide hey i should hide or you know these androids are annoying the crap out of me here take a pipe bomb um so yeah really liked it i like the crafting mechanic of different resources that you have to manage and you can commit them before you craft an item and then how you can only carry sort of a small amount on you for each type of resource so i think it makes it uh a little more difficult in that sense you can't just hoard all the items you find yeah um, i thought that was a great idea um how did you like the save systems <laughs> uh okay i i did like it i thought they were relatively generous with how many save points there are um yeah. there's only like maybe three sections where i felt like i had to repeat five times because i kept dying before i could reach a save point but i, I liked it did you ever save like when the alien was close by? Yeah, I think I've done that once or okay. twice. But that it's... shit fucked me up so bad. <laughs> At a point, I I like saved it and it would like load and it would be like right there in my face. I'm oh, like, oh, oh, this is bad. This is right. really bad. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's why they said you could load from like a previous save as well. They keep yeah. like two uh, or something like that. Yeah, yeah no, I did do that. <laughs> yeah, luckily I think for me, it wasn't that close it was close in that like if i turned a corner it was there yeah, so yeah. it was still like unaware when i saved um you know, although i think there was an android that was like walking towards me at one of my saves and it was like two steps away so as soon as i load i have to like run the opposite direction yeah. before it grabs me yeah no i like that i like that it like forces you to wait like three seconds upon a save um nice mechanics to just have you not sort of you know cheese the game too much right yeah really good really good uh i was sort of pleasantly surprised i thought i wouldn't like this very much given that i haven't even seen any of the movies um but i will yeah don't let's skip over that part i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it i promise it's got me interested so i definitely want to watch at least the first alien um anyways eight and a half out of ten i, I like this one wow i'm uh, sure <laughs> I know. It was on Netflix like a year back, and I'm like, oh, I should watch it, and I never got around to it. <laughs> you got one of Aliens, that's the best one. Oh, the second one's the best one? Cool. Yeah. Yeah, right. it is. So. Is that the one with Schwarzenegger? Is the first one? There's no Schwarzenegger in any of the movies. Wait, no? Oh, am I... no, was that Predator? Oh, yeah, yeah. Predator, yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, mixing them up. Okay, great. I will definitely do that. Alien um, is a horror movie. Aliens is an action movie, and they're both good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. No, I definitely want to watch it now after playing this game. Um, are the characters connected? Like, with yeah, the it's, game? It's, uh, well, with the game, uh, I think. Wait, is the game you're you're not uh, you're Ripley's like daughter or something, right? You play as Ripley. 
and I think you're the daughter of Mallory or Mallard or some I forget somebody. And the last I played, someone. I yeah, I figured. To, yeah, I think you're related. Yeah, to yeah, I kind of got that. I was like, um, I think this like character that's her mom that you're kind of looking for in the beginning of this game is probably one of the main characters in the movie. Yeah, cool. I, I promise I will watch it. <laughs> it's Very definitely uh, on my list now. Seems interesting. Okay, the the final game I'll quickly go through is called Her Story. It's weird. Uh, it's on Game Pass. It's like a bad software UI simulator. That's what I would call it. But you play someone who's like accessing really old police interview footage on a really old database with like terrible user interface that the gameplay literally involves you watching clips of live action like they hired some British lady to uh, act for these interviews and she does a great job um, but the gameplay is just you know you're trying to figure out and piece together what's happening from these clips of these interviews and there's at least like four or five interviews uh, but they're all chopped up into like their own various clips and all the clips are just of the lady talking. You don't get any of like the interviewer questions. So the gameplay is literally just you got a search bar, um, and you can search something, and it'll take out or it'll like return you up to five videos that uh, either where you know you've tagged, because as you watch, you can tag videos with like keywords or whatever, um, or it'll return you videos where that word or words you've searched up is said by the lady in the clip. So that's the game. You, you literally just they give you the prompt, which is murder, and you search that, and you learn apparently there's been a murder, and you play through by watching these clips, and you sort of like piece together that, like, oh, there's been a murder, and you're trying to figure out um, if this lady was the murderer, um, and the lady was like the wife of the husband who got murdered and basically because it's clips out of time you don't know uh, or you can kind of tell based on um, you know visual indications such as what she's wearing and things like that like which clips group together into one interview and then she tells you and you kind of think through whether she's lying or she's not based on previous clips you've seen yeah I thought it was a cool concept. Um, it's, again, purposely bad in terms of user interface because it was, like, night, or at least it was, I think, um, simulating, like, a 1990s police footage database kind of deal. Um, and at some point, you can either, like, eventually figure out what you need to search to go through all the videos. I did not do that. But I watched enough where I figured out, like, okay, what the story here is. Um, and then at some point, uh, once you've watched enough, uh, you can end the game because somebody will message you in that computer that you're using in the game to see, like, oh, you figured it out. Are you ready to leave? And if you say yes, then the game ends in credits rolls. So, yeah, kind of weird. Um, I think it's definitely not a game for everyone, but if you like detective games, this, this is a good one. It's just super different, but interesting nonetheless. So, 7 out of 10. It's called Her Story. I liked it. Story. Yeah, I yeah that's it. I thought yeah I thought the actress did a great job. Um, she yeah she did a great job with uh, all of the little footage. And it's it's a little more interesting than it sounds like in terms of the story. I just don't want to give anything away. But yeah, that makes sense. It's good. Nice. That's all. Cool. Yeah, that's what I got for not being on for a while. There's a lot of games to mention. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, yeah, I guess that's it 
for this episode. We'll see you all next time. Bye for now. Bye. Yeah.